0: Posters, Telling myself I was going to sell tickets by the bail, because the weekend of the 4th is the hottest time for geeks, and I had a fine brawny geek that year. Enthusiastic about the work, he was. So I'm hosing away, feeling very comfortable and proud of myself, when up trips your mama, looking like angel food, and tells me my geek has done a flit in the night. Folded his rags, as you might say, and hailed a taxi for the airport. He leaves a note claiming his pop is very sick, and he, the geek, must retire from the pit and take his fangs home to Philadelphia to run the family bank. Brokerage, dear, corrects Mama. And with your Mama, Miss Hinchcliffe, standing there like three scoops of vanilla, I can't even cuss. What am I going to do? The geek posters are all over town. It was during a war, darlings, explains Mama, I forget which one, precisely. Your father had difficulty getting help at that time, or he never would have hired me, even to make costumes, as inexperienced as I was. So I'm standing there, fuddled from breathing Miss Hinchcliffe's midnight marzipan perfume and cross-eyed with figuring. I couldn't climb into the pit myself, because I was doing twenty jobs already. I couldn't ask Horst the Catman, because he was a vegetarian to begin with, and his dentures would disintegrate the first time he hit a chicken neck anyhow. Suddenly your mamma pops up for all the world like she was offering me sherry and biscuits. I'll do it, Mr. Benewski, she says, and I just about sent a present to my laundryman. Mama smiled sweetly into her sewing and nodded. I was anxious to prove myself useful to the show. I'd been with Benewski's Fabulon only two weeks at the time, and I felt very keenly that I was on trial. So I says, interrupts Papa, but Miss... "'What about your teeth?' "'Meaning she might break them or chip them. "'And she smiles wide, just like she's smiling now, and says, "'They're sharp enough, I think.' "'We looked at Mama, and her teeth were white and straight, "'but of course by that time they were all false. "'I looked at her delicate little jaw, and I just groaned. "'No,' I says, "'I couldn't ask you to. "'But it did flash into my mind that a blonde and lovely geek with legs... I mean, your mama has what we refer to in the trade as legs would do the business no real harm. I'd never heard of a girl geek before, and the poster possibilities were glorious. Then I thought again, no, she couldn't. What your papa didn't know was that I'd watched the geek several times, and of course I'd often helped Minna, our cook at home, when she slaughtered a fowl for the table. I had him. He had no choice but to give me a try. Oh, but I was scared spitless when her first show came up that afternoon. Scared she'd be disgusted and go home to Boston. Scared she'd flub the deal and have the crowd screaming for their money back. Scared she'd get hurt. A chicken could scratch her or peck an eye out quick as a blink. I was quite nervous myself, nodded Mamma. The crowd was good. A hot Saturday, that was, and the Fourth of July was the Sunday. I was running like a geeked bird the whole day myself and just had time to duck behind the pit for one second before I stood up front to lead in the mugs. There she was like a butterfly. I wore tatters, really, white because it shows the blood so well even in the dark of the pit. But such artful tatters, such low-necked, slit-to-the-thigh, silky tatters. So I took a deep breath and went out to talk them in, and in They went. A lot of soldiers in the crowd. I was still selling tickets when the cheers and whistles started inside, and the whooping and stomping on those old wood bleachers drew even more people. I finally grabbed a popcorn kid to sell tickets and went inside to see for myself. Papa grinned at Mama and twiddled his mustache. I'll never forget, he chuckled. I couldn't growl, you see, or snarl convincingly, so I sang, explained Mama little German songs in a high, thin voice. Franz Schubert, my dears, she fluttered around like a dainty bird, and when she caught those ugly, squawking hens, you couldn't believe she'd actually do anything. When she went right ahead and geeked them, that whole larruping crowd went bonzo wild. There never was such a snap and twist of the wrist, such a vampire flick of the jaws over a neck, or such a champagne approach to the blood. She'd shake her star-white hair and the bitten-off chicken head would skew off into the corner while she dug her rosy little fingernails in and lifted the flopping, jittering carcass like a golden goblet and sipped, absolutely sipped, at the wriggling guts. She-